ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show in the official podcast, ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We're here to talk about this past week in the professional wrestling, which means we're talking about Raw, we're talking about SmackDown Live, we're talking about 205 Live, we're talking about NXT, we're talking about New Japan, we're talking about uh, MLW. We're talking about AEW. AEW, they did stuff too. Lots of wrestling's happening. And of course, this Sunday is the Elimination Chamber. So we'll have our predictions at the end of the show. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by my crippling sleepiness. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We're also live on the internet Streaming over at twitch.tv slash ozone online. Check us out there. We are monitoring the chat and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments and we will get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. That wasn't a bit. I'm very tired. I spent this entire week running between Ikea and storage bins and standing on ladders and dealing with drills and shelves and trying to put a bunch of way too many video games into my house. Are you okay? I'm tired and uh, drilling holes in my wall. Oh, I think I hit brick. I, I want to say what that red is. I, I hope that the wall isn't bleeding. 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 I hope it's not bleeding. That'd be bad. Anyway, John, it's a uh, it's the day before Valentine's Day. Yeah. I have a question for you. Yeah. Will you be my Russell Valentine? You know it. Aw, thank you, John. So yeah, to, to this episode will go up on the Thursday in podcast form. So uh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Hope you're having a good day, either if you're with someone, if you're not with someone. Just, just eat some chocolate or something. It'll be fine. Chocolate's okay. I, I got like these. chocolate. I got these Trader Joe Raspberry Heart Sweet Shortbread Cookies with a Raspberry Jam Center. Ooh, right here. how are they? They're really fucking good. I'd be eating them right now if I shouldn't do that on a podcast. Oh, please don't. We try to have... now, the cat is now sniffing them. Don't let the cat eat them. The cat may not eat them. So I mean, yet she is my girlfriend. So it's true, but still, probably not good for cats. Probably not. But, John, uh, you know what I've been getting back into recently? I don't think I've talked about it on this podcast yet. Oh, God, don't fuck. I don't want... Oh, and no. I don't want to fucking hear about Clash Royale. No, it's not Clash Royale. I am still playing that, but that's not the game. Oh, thank God. I'm playing Fortnite. God damn it! I'm, I'm playing Fortnite again, because uh, it's, it's snowy out, and the season... It's about snow and Fortnite, so I'm trying it out, and it's fun. Cool. Hey, hey John, do you remember when we went to PAX East a few years ago and they gave us those controllers that work with the phones? Yeah. It works. They they patched Fortnite on mobile so you can use that. Oh, really? So when you use that, it just feels like you're playing, like, console Fortnite? See, that's the thing. Is the last time I played Fortnite on... I was going to say phone, but I mean, also just anything, uh, that support was not in there yet. So I was like, oh, well, I don't want to fucking play this then. Fuck this. I mean, I, I like the 
the the touch controls, but it's fine for what it is. But yeah, but here's I already the- I already have a not high tolerance for Fortnite as it is, so not giving me a controller, putting more steps on my having to play Fortnite makes me want to play Fortnite well, less. Well, here's the thing, John. Also, remember how we were locked on the PS4? Yeah, I'm aware. You can now play on your with your account on anything. So I, yeah, I know. I, I can play on Switch. I can play it on my Xbox. I'm aware. I did re-download it for Switch when they made that announcement, and I just have never played it still. Yeah. Well, at some point, I need you to, to play at least one match with me because I need that for my Battle Pass thing. Your battle and, pass. and there's a Valentine's event coming up, so. I want the, well, I want the Ice your- Dog. I'm not going to be your Fortnite Valentine. It's not happening. Well, okay. But you should still play a match with me. But here's the thing about playing with the controller on uh, on mobile. Number one, it's it's better for me because the it's my iPad screen's bigger than my Switch screen, so I can see better. Because you know I play my Switch in handheld mode. Mm-hmm. And here's the other thing. Uh, Normally, when you play on mobile, it just pairs you with other mobile players. But if you're playing with a controller, it forces you to do cross-platform matchmaking. That's cool. So you're not playing... You're not like, oh, I'm going to own all these touch control noobs because I have a controller. It's like, no, you're going to play against PS4 and Xbox people and Switch people. And they have little icons next to their names to let you know what platform they're on. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The only bummer is when they see me on mobile, they I, I, I pick a location, they all go somewhere else and like, no, screw him. That makes me sad, but a few times I've had good teams pair up with me and we actually won a couple matches, so that was cool. So yeah, uh, I highly recommend you dust off that controller and give it a shot because it feels like, it just feels like Fortnite. Oh, okay, you don't want to talk about the Nintendo? Oh, I mean, I guess, if you really want to. Real quick, I just want to mention they put out a uh, another Battle Royale game, but it's Tetris, and it's really dumb, and I like it. And then they announced the game of the year, so cool. Yeah, Mario Maker 2, very good, very good. Yep. Also, what the fuck, a new Link's Awakening, holy shit. I mean, it's not new, it's a remake. Still, they're, again, they're they're remaking, like, the best one. Yeah, I, I just saw, Fuck. before we went on the air, a side-by-side of the two intros, and it's awesome. I haven't watched anything of it yet. I just saw the announcement and went, fuck, 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 and then I watched the Mario Omaker trailer and lost my goddamn mind. Hey, John, the intro is, you remember the intro of Link's Awakening DX? No, I never played DX. I mean, it's just color-colored and stuff. Oh, okay. It's the yeah. ship, and it goes to the island with the big egg. Oh, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just, Imagine that, color. but, like, fully animated in, like, the style of the old instruction manuals. Damn. Like, it looks really freaking good. Alright, it's, it's 3D, I take it? Uh, what, the game or the intro? Uh, the intro. The intro is just 2D animation. Really? Okay, it, that's like, cool. It's like high quality, like it looks like the art style from the old manuals. Huh. Like it looks like old ass Zelda. It's awesome. 
this is a very strange direction to be going in after Breath of the Wild, but I'm not opposed to it. Yeah, but the but the actual game is like totally 3D over the top, you know, a, you know, kind of like a overhead view. Setting. So link so a like a link between worlds you would say? It doesn't look anything like that. It's crazy looking. Huh. You you sh- while uh, while we're setting up, you should like pull up a video and take a look at it cuz it's it's wild. All right. Well, while I look into this, why don't you tell me about the news of wrestling? That's the jingle. God damn it! Yep. I can't hear. I don't. I can't. I know. My cat is making noises. I, and as you put that, I put a sad news story up first because it's uh, Peter Morales. He passed away. This week, at the age of 76 years old. Yeah, he, he lived a good life. Former he made it WWF longer than a lot of wrestlers WWF do. champion. Well, yeah, because also he's not from the era where they all did all the drugs. That is very true. And, this, and they ate the marijuana. It, very true. Even so, though, you know, look, this is a very hard business. It's true. So You do a lot of damage to your body. Yeah, I'm sure next week they'll have a full video thing up about him because he's one of the big stars that you know the whole industry was built on back in the day. Yeah, or they won't, or they'll just go, "Hey, we put the rest in peace thing in front of NXT this week." That's cool. They probably just didn't have time because they didn't expect it. So, well, I'm sure we'll see. John, did you pull up a video of the the Zelda? No, because I forgot about it for a second. Dang. Well, while you continue to do that, I'll talk about our next news story. And that is uh, a lot of uh, things shifting around for Elimination Chamber this Sunday. Oh, man, my favorite pay-per-view that I'm so excited for. I, I, I like Elimination Chamber. It's one of the big gimmicks I haven't seen in person yet. I need to see a Hell in a Cell, and I need to see an Elimination Chamber. I have seen a Punjabi prison in person. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I mean, I get to be one of the very few people who gets to to say they've seen that. It's not a badge of honor. It's just a badge of, hey, I saw a fucked up weird... It's like the people who saw the Kennel from Hell match. They always have that, and no one else can say that. So... So wrong. Sure is. Those dogs is pissed everywhere. It's great. But, uh, yeah, Mustafa Ali is out with some nagging injuries that built up. And uh, he's been pulled from the... Officially this week, pulled from the Elimination Chamber, which was his big moment, which really sucks. The rumor I heard that's been going... Apparently is going around certain parts of the sheets is that he he recently suffered a concussion. I, I wasn't... I hadn't heard exactly what the injury was, but uh, I, I, what I did hear is over the weekend, he was trying to tell WWE that he was good to go, and they said no. They would not let him. As they do. So yeah, Mustafa Ali's out. They they found a replacement on SmackDown, which we'll talk about. Uh, a person who does not need a replacement for their Elimination Chamber match is Sasha Banks. Who this? Yeah, this whole thing's weird. What? Why? 
because they had did the fucking exact same angle as last week again on Raw this week. Uh, yeah, she's not able to really you know do much in the ring. But uh, that's because she was. But apparently, they're going to let it be fully cleared anyway. They were just being cautious on Monday, but as of uh, I believe it was today, they she got reevaluated and she is cleared. So Sasha Banks right, will be able to compete in lim- eliminate elimination chamber, and unfortunately, she's starting the match, so she's going to get fucked up. Hooray! We know Sasha Banks; she's going to do something stupid. Sure is. At least the chamber's safer now. Like, it's not, like, still grating on the outside. It's like a pad. So. Well, that's cool. You've seen the new chamber, right? Yeah, it was, they had it last year. And I know. I, I didn't know if you were in your period of not watching or not. It was February. Again, John, time time doesn't make sense on this show. You know this. That happened in July. It's true. But yeah, uh, that'll be interesting to see how that match plays out. We'll talk about the the qualifiers when we get to the main roster. Have you heard this next news story? I don't know, Owen. What is it? I actually put the title of this section on the stream to the thing that you wrote in the notes because it's very good. <laughs> Thank the you. The next yes, I, match I, challenge. I do. I do know what this story is. Yes. So yeah, um, there was a tweet going around that showed a commercial for a house show on the 22nd of this month in Jonesboro, Arkansas, which had a special attraction intergender match between Dean Ambrose and Nia Jax. Which, that's a weird place to do that! I mean, they're probably just testing the waters and stuff, and totally not, that nothing to do with the South, John, it's fine. I was even thinking as the South. I was more thinking of like, where the fuck is Jonesboro, Arkansas? It, like, how many people live there? Like five? They probably didn't want to do it in a big crowd to test it out to see if it would actually like play. Hmm. Yeah, true. And uh, WWE, uh, some people I know, rep- you know, asked WWE about this, and they went. They re- responded, "Yeah, that's out of date. We're not doing that." They went sight. And my guess is it has to do with Dean Ambrose saying I'm not signing. So they said, fine, we're not going to give you the big thing. So that's unfortunate. Is this a big thing, though? Uh, the first, like, marquee intergender match in WWE in, like, forever? Yeah. Like, paving the way for, like, Candice LeRae and stuff to be able to do their shit. Yes, but at the same time, it's Nia Jackson, Dean Ambrose. You guys start somewhere. I, 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 like, even if Dean wasn't leaving, it's someone that has been very hit and miss mm-hmm. for a while. And but he's consistent, you know. Pro Wrestling.cool's worst female wrestler of 2018. Yeah, Dean Ambrose is safe though, and Nia Jax isn't. It's a it, they it balances out. It'll be fine, but it's not happening. So who cares? So yay! I guess they're totally just gonna throw that you know away and ignore all the stuff that happened at the Rumble 
and the Monday after. I guess so. Oh, well. It was fun while it lasted. Some rumor going around uh, that I'm not sure I believe is that a sponsor saw this and was very upset about it. Really? Which? Really? Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure I buy that because nah. But like, if if anything, I wouldn't be surprised if a sponsor did see this and was like, "Hey, what are you guys doing exactly?" Not, but I don't think that it was because of this ma- announced match. I think that's bullshit. Yeah. I think if anything, it would have happened after the Dean Ambrose thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, th- I wouldn't buy this, especially because it's Nia Jax. Yeah. She's, she's a very large woman who could feasibly, like, withstand fighting a man. And also, she, yeah, she's only she th- took those spots in the Rumble like a champ. Yeah, no, she's only 300 ounces. What? She accidentally said that on Raw one time. Nice. She was like, you're looking at a 300-ounce Samoan. I I like the line she had where she said that she and Tamina were the size of everyone else in the chamber combined. I'm like, that's not how that works. That's not math. You're not the... I mean... You two aren't the size of, let's see, two, four, like, ten other women. It is math, it's just, you know, my math. It's Paul Heyman math. Sure. Did you see did you see that thing up with Paul Heyman? I I I'm not talking about that segment on the main roster stuff, but did you see that? No. I don't know what you're talking about. Paul Heyman had a promo with Seth Rollins where he says that not all men are created equal. Oh god. And and Matthew edited the video to continue the next part with Scott Steiner. Of course he did. Because that's how the bad promo starts. Of course he did. Heyman did that on purpose. Probably did. It's it's very good. I, I love Steiner math. You want more news? Sure. How about uh, Double or Nothing? Yeah, the AEW. They had their big uh, event last Thursday, where they made a bunch of announcements. Yep. They said, hey, look at these Lucha Bros. Look at this Sunny Kiss. Look at this Nyla Rose. Look at this photograph. What? No, Chad Kruger's not there. Every time I do, it makes me have Kenny Omega and Chris Jericho on the on the card. I think you say make Kenny Omega steal Chris Jericho's hat. Which was- Shit. That did happen. That did happen. He stole his hat. It was good. How about what do you think of SEMA? What? Uh, uh, the uh, the Chinese company? Or no, SEMA is the the Japanese wrestler who runs the Chinese. Company. Oh yeah, they're cool. Uh, those guys were hyped as shit. SEMA is very cool. Yeah, SEMA has always been very cool. It turns out. Mm-hmm. And now he's going to have two of his prospects come have a match with him in SoCal un- Uncensored. That, that's going to be cool. But the, the big news isn't the uh, the whole pool party they had where they didn't use the pool at all, which was bullshit. 
Uh, it would have been a little too. It would have been a little too uh, NWO, I think, if they had used the pool. I mean, come on, they had they basically had the best friends come both come out dressed as as Scott Hall from the fucking first Nitro he appeared yes, on. Yes, I, I did acknowledge that last week. It's very good, but the, but a super kick by into the pool would have been good. Oh, it would have been fun. But yeah, the big news though is instead they just have a fucking package pile driver on the stage. Which was fucking nuts. What are you Fuck doing, man. Pentagon? Being awesome is what he's doing. That is not not that was not good. It should not have done that. Shut up! Pentagon's amazing! I mean he is, but still. And a professional. Yep, but the but the fake news is that the double or nothing tickets went on sale on Monday. Yeah. For the pre sale. Yeah. And then the tickets went on sale for reels, I believe, today. Yep. And sold out in four minutes because there were like it's no true. tickets outside the pre-sale pretty much. Which I mean, in, in fairness, like that's my understanding is that is something that uh, these venues make them do essentially. Like instead of just selling, having, letting them just sell it at the, uh, everything at the pre-sale, they want them to have like an extended, like, having ticket things because then they just look at it as like, oh, you're just throwing like a party mm-hmm. here that you're charging for, which no, not really. It's just, you know, trying to make sure the only people that like want to go to really care about going to the show, go to the show. And all that said, they still sold fucking 14,000 tickets. Yeah. But the whole four minute thing they said is kind of like, eh, how many tickets were on sale in those four minutes, though? It's still pretty impressive, though. Yeah, I mean, it's impressive that they sold out. The The four-minute thing, I don't buy, but the selling it out is a big deal. Yeah. That's awesome. The weird thing is that they sold out Madison Square Garden, the New Japan, and the Ring of Honor, and we still don't know the card. We don't know anything. Yeah, that's a little true. We don't know anything. I mean, extenuating circumstances on that one. Yeah, we don't know anything about that one, but they did announce a bunch of matches before this, at least. I mean, I heard a rumor about what one of the matches was supposed to be, although I'm not sure I believe it. What, for the Garden? Yeah. What was it, uh, Tanahashi versus Jericho? No. What? It was uh, them doing uh, Kenny Okada again. That would have been fucking hype. Yeah, no, the the rumor the rumor that I heard apparently was that like originally the plan was that, you know, Kenny was going to retain against uh, Tanahashi and then they were going to fucking put o- put Okada against him. Man, that would have been great. And instead, since Kenny decided to leave, they went ahead with Switchblade. Yeah, we'll talk about that in and, a minute. And now it's going to be and now it's going to be Switchblade Okada. No. I, I, That's the rumor. Oh god, that sucks. Again, complete and utter sheets. I could be completely talking bullshit I, here. I know. I, I don't know. I also said that it was probably going to be him. Uh, Trace, our New Japan correspondent, says that it might be the uh, New Japan Cup winner. Which I don't. It's either going to be Okada, or it's. I don't think it's going to be at this show. I don't know what's happening. 
But yeah, I also, I'm not even sure I really believe that rumor just because if anything, I wouldn't have been, I still wouldn't be surprised if the plan was always for Kenny to lose at Wrestle Kingdom, even though that totally goes against the grain of everything they do at Wrestle Kingdom. True. Because it's Tanahashi. It's, yeah, exactly. But, uh. And also, conflicting rumors that have been going around are also that, like, no, the plan was always to put the belt on Switchblade. Which sucks. It sure does, Owen, but we'll get to that. Yeah, I, the thing is, I I don't have as many uh, solid New Japan sources as I do WWE, so I don't really have all the, you know, 411 on all this. <laughs> but yeah, so just remember, folks, dirt sheets, but, you know. Yeah. Wrestling is, is all bullshit and rumors and, and fake shit anyway, so why not talk about the fake shit as if it's already happening? Yep. Uh, John, you want more news? Sure. Talk to me about MLW. I mean, this isn't really news, so if you want to force me to do that other thing first, then let's go. Let's just rip that band-aid off right now. I'm I'm including it in news. I mean, it's not news, because it's the weekly wrestling It's news! Tell me the news! All right, let's talk about the the. Well, I guess there is a news thing that happened. There, there's three things I want to talk about from this episode, and it's the the last three things that happened on this episode. Sure. The main event match, as they've been advertising it for for weeks, Tommy Dreamer and a mystery partner versus uh, Brian Pillman Jr. and a mystery partner. Is it is Tommy Dreamer's partner Martha, Martin Luther King Jr. No. It is not Martin Luther King. But he loves him so much. He does love him. It's true. He's another man that had a dream, Owen. Big man. With the ghost of uh, the American dream? I mean, he does wrestle in those polka dot grandpa pants now. It's not that big fat guy, is it? Okay, so first let's talk about Brian Pillman Jr. because he comes out first. Oh boy, I'm scared now that you're ignoring me. And I'm not even going to, and I'm not even going to have you guess who it is because it's one of two people and surprise Owen, it was the other one. His partner's Davey Boy Smith Jr. Oh no. What a shock. It's, It's, like I said, it was either going to be one of the other two people in the Hart Foundation. Hmm. And it wasn't isn't the the one that it usually is. Although he did show up because he, he would because fucking Teddy like and he just showed up like literally just like was hanging out in the crowd to like oh. high five fucking uh Tommy Dreamer's mystery partner because you know was he, kayfabe. Was he smoking weed? No. Okay. He was just very excited to see the mystery partner. Mm-hmm. And Owen. Can you guess who the mystery partner is? No. Remembering that this crowd, that this was filmed at the 2300 Arena. Uh, was it, hmm. Come on, was, man. I guess, was it the I guess this, Owen. What? You're goddamn right it was Sandman. Of course it was the fucking Sandman. It was so, everything about this match was so fucking obvious Right down to all the dumb spots they did. Uh, Sandman being terrible. He is fucking terrible. I I, I hate to say that because I know the guy, but yeah. 
He just, look, Sandman, look, we all know that Sandman was real fun. He's always been real fun. He swings that fucking Singapore cane real good. I'm real glad he, but like, he did not have that when he used to go to my basketball games. But, you know, he's never been a great worker. No. No. He's good for... No, he's good for what he does, but he's never been a great worker, and now he's really old. Yeah. He don't... He and don't, very slow, he don't so and good. can't really take bumps anymore. I mean, he looked okay. It's just like, he wasn't really taking any bumps. Yeah, he ain't gonna fall down. No. He wasn't really getting... Like, you know, he did a, he did a fucking Russian leg sweep at one point. Mm-hmm. And it sure didn't look great. <laughs> Welp. I mean, that's his move, so whoops. Whoopsies. But, like, you know, for what it was, it was real fucking fun. Again, it had some real dumb, fucking fun, predictable moments. Like, you know, for the most part, Tommy Dreamer did, like, all of the actual wrestling. Uh, and But, like, they did some fun things with it. Like, you know, they had Sandman, like, fighting, uh... Brian Pillman Jr. on the outside for a bit, you know, Sandman gets the fucking, uh, the Singapore cane from out under the ring, and Brian Pillman's just like, alright, well, I'm gonna just, like, run away, but also just try and search under the ring to try and find, like, anything I can use to fight him. He finds the broken door that fucking, uh, low-key went through during the championship match last week, so I appreciate that continuity. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, of course, finds a random person under the ring, and you can guess who that is, I'm sure. Was it Hornswoggle? No. (laughs) Again, Owen, 2300 Arena. It could be a lot of things. Under the ring? Who? Who shows up to all of these things? Under the ring, though? It was Blue Meanie. I, I, I was going to say, I don't think Blue Meanie could fit under the ring. That's impressive. It's, and yet he did. Yeah, Blue Meanie was at the show that I was at, too, so yeah. Yeah, it was Blue Meanie. Was, uh, you're not going to have a bunch of ECW people and not have Blue was, Meanie show was, up. He'll, was Bully Ray there? No. Okay, because he showed up at the show I went to. No. But yeah, uh, point is, uh, boy, the ending of this match was shitty, though. What? Uh, well, for one, the camera work was bad, and the commentary was bad, and, like, did not catch, like, the camera barely caught, and the commentary completely did not acknowledge Brian Pillman, uh, taking Sandman out by, like, thumbing him in the eye, which, cool. Uh, yeah, and then, uh, they, fucking Davey Boy Smith Jr. powerbombed, uh, Tommy Dreamer onto chairs. That sucks. And pinned him. That sucks. Yeah, that sucked. That that looked like it sucked a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it, it was completely predictable and yo man kind of terrible because it's old ass Tommy Dreamer uh and even older ass Sandman. Mhm. But you know what? For what it was, it was real fucking fun. It was, it's, you know, it's like seeing The Undertaker, you know? 
It's not going to be good, but it's at least kind of fun. And also, like The Undertaker, literally Sandman's entrance was pretty much the entirety of Enter Sandman. Of course it is. They played the entire fucking song as he slowly walked around the ring and poured beers into people's mouths. And, and, and made himself bleed. He didn't make himself bleed. What the fuck are you doing? He did not, he did not bleed. Fuck off. He's old now. He's okay. No, it, it should be easier to bleed. He's old. Uh, not happy. He only had one beer. Fuck off. He's old now. Hate- although he did still stagger around like he's drunk, and I wouldn't be surprised if he, he was. probably drank more before the show. Come on. Probably it's Sandman. Yep. So is that it? For but yeah, MLW? it was real. F- it was real fun, and I liked it. And also, uh, Tommy Dreamer randomly hit an RKO in the match. Okay. Like, an actual fucking RKO was really stupid. Also, happy birthday to Tommy Dreamer. Sure. It, it, it's his birthday. It's, please retire. It's fuck. Please retire, Tommy. Fuck. Come on, man. Fuck. Don't do this anymore. Is that it for MLW? No, because the main event oh, was <laughs> the actual main event was a promo from How do you get from a, that? A back because the actual main event was a backstage promo by Phoenix and Pentagon Jr. saying, Hey, yeah, I know we signed with AEW, but we're still gonna wrestle for MLW. Cool. And then the after the credit stinger was uh, a guy hanging out filming outside a strip club. In Philadelphia? Yes. Okay, and it checks out. And Do you know which one? They show it, and I, I don't... I could look it up right okay, now. Okay, I was going to say, as a Philadelphia, I know a few around here. Point is, out walks to Filthy Tom Lawler. Oh, fuck off. And he's drunk. Again, Philadelphia checks out. And he's like, and the, the interview man is like, what are you doing here, or man? It's eight in the morning. Again, I've been there, yes. <laughs> and to which the guy, to which Tom Lawler responds, what are you doing here? He has a point. <laughs> to which the guy responds, interviewing you. <laughs> but why eight in the morning? <laughs> Because Tom Lawler was out all night partying with his new MLW championship. No, I don't mean him. I meant the interviewer. Why a lot of things? Yeah, why would this guy randomly just be filming outside a strip club hoping to maybe see Tom Lawler? Exactly. Who, did he know Tom Lawler was there? Maybe. It's very confusing. Yeah. But the point of all of this, Owen, is I think I like Tom Lawler now. Yeah, dude, he's cool. Club Risque. Oh, yeah, I know that place. Well, there you go. Yep, I, I know where that is. Yeah, that's kind of close to... to yeah, okay, that, I, that makes sense to me. Okay. Tom Waller took his belt, took the, the MLW title to a strip club and got wasted. I think I like Tom Waller. Hell yeah, man. That's what you do. All right, maybe this, maybe this baby, baby face turn worked after all. Indeed. Is that it for... That's MLW. Fantastic. I got bad news, John. No. And the, the worst part is you're not going to hear the op- the opening uh, thing because you don't hear the, the music cues. 
Don't do this. I'm doing it. I'm pressing the button. Where's the kind of football that the NFL used to be? Where's my smash mouth wide open football? Yep. It's time for another XFL update with Oscar. So, I'm going to send it on over to our correspondent in the field, Oscar Bernard. Am I going to hear this? Well, howdy there. It's Hail Turns official XFL correspondent, Oscar Bernard, and we're coming to you today with two hot pieces of XFL news. The first one takes us right to the home of America's team, Dallas, as they announce that their new coach and general manager is going to be none other than Bob Stoops, former head coach of the University of Oklahoma. Boy, I'm sure excited for this football development. But, But, Oscar, you may be asking, well... When am I going to get to watch the XFL? Well, what is this I got good doing? news for you, because they announced a date today. February 8th, 2020, the XFL kicks off. That's right, the weekend after Super Bowl live, the football don't end, because we got the real football. Now back to you, Owen. Th- thank you, Oscar. What is, why did he do that? I, I, don't, I don't ask questions. I just get sent these audio recordings it from like a, a from the dark web and I just download them and then I play them on the show. I don't know. You, you know he's banned from like actually being like live on the show. This is the only way he gets to be on. Yes, I'm aware. And and he, he choosing his is the little bit of time that he's allotted to do that accent. I I Again, I don't vet these ahead of time. I just get sent the thing and I play them on the show. I don't... I don't ever want to talk about the XFL again. I don't ever want to hear about the XFL again. Well, so you don't have to talk about it, but you have to hear about it, because that's part I, of... No, it's not sports entertainment. He has not claimed it is sports entertainment. He has just claimed that it is sports. This is not a sports show. This is a sports entertainment John. show. XFL is run by Alpha Entertainment, so it's entertainment. And it's Unless the XFL winner gets a championship title belt and he brings it to a strip club outside of Philadelphia, I don't want to hear about it. I can, I can arrange that. I then can. do so. I, I will. I'll, 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 Oscar will help me with this. <sighs> All right, John. That's it for the news. Do you want to? Do you want to hear about the wrestle show that happened on Monday? Sure. All right, New Japan Pro Wrestling's new beginnings in Osaka. This is a shockingly good turn of events. Why? Because I'm not talking about Raw. Yes. Yeah. Monday morning, this New Japan show happened. And uh, I'm not going to talk about the whole card, but I'll talk to you about the final three matches. I will, though, mention uh, that Izka is on his way to retiring, which is very sad. But he had a fun match er, in, at the top of the card. So, if you, do you know who Izka is? Yes. Crazy guy, muzzled, take it off, he bites people. It's fun. Yeah, he's cool. Um, I'm sad that he's retiring, but, you know... Mm-hmm. He's had a good career, a long career. Yeah, he. he it's the sad I mean, thing. Honestly, is- when I heard that someone from New Japan was retiring, I'm you know I hate to be. This is going to sound very mean, 
but I'm going to say it anyway. I was really scared and thought it might be Liger. So you know what? I'm happy. But it's not. No, because Liger, uh, something happened with Liger during this show. If you hadn't heard. I had heard. It's it's pretty fucking great. It's pretty fucking hype. But yeah, it's really hype. It sucks that it is because retirement. Their build up to their build up to his thirtieth anniversary is going to be very hype. Yeah, but it's because retirement show is before the garden, so he will not be there. Oh man, I know. However, I'm going to talk about the last three matches of the new beginning, and the first one is uh, speaking of the junior heavyweights. Uh, uh, Ryusuke Takuchi took on uh, Taiji Shimori in a pretty freaking exciting match, which I did not expect from uh, Taguchi. Because you know who uh, Ryusuke Taguchi is, right? Leader of Taguchi Japan? Yeah. Crazy, silly guy. He's been dressing up as a rugby guy lately. I didn't know he's been dressing up as a rugby guy lately. That's weird. Does he still have the mustache? Yeah. I think so. I think he does. But, yeah. Does he still have his his cool green pants? Yes, of course. Thank God. But, yeah, he's been... uh, I don't know. he He might be wearing rugby shorts. No, he's wearing the green pants, but he's got the rugby helmet. He's been doing it because the the rugby championships are coming to Japan, so he's getting ready for it. <laughs> okay then. But yeah, he's been he's been a weird goofball, but he actually like stepped it up in this match and had like a really fucking great match. It was awesome. Taguchi was actually uh, in the first ever New Japan match I ever watched. Really? Who did he fight? I don't remember. It was at a it, it was at a, a, a Wrestle Kingdom. Like, I just randomly found, like, a match of his and then watched it. Because someone was like, oh, you need to see this! Yeah. Did I don't know, did he, did he fight, did he fight a Bauer at a, at a Wrestle Kingdom or something? I have no idea. I, I'm not... I'm, I don't know my New Japan history, unfortunately. I'm gonna, I'm gonna look this up, because now I'm curious. But yeah, Taguchi's a weird goofball... And it's been a lot of really weird matches lately, but, he, you know, when he wants to step it up and have, like, a really fucking excellent match, he can do that. And he had it here. And made uh, Ishimori look like a million bucks. But that's not the big thing. The big thing is that afterward, uh, he called out Liger, who's on the Japanese commentary, and challenged him to a match. What? And uh, Liger says, if that's what you want, I'll, I'll gladly take the belt off of you. Man. So, yeah. Looks like coming up, it's going to be Liger versus Ishimori for the the uh, IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. And I really hope it's at the Garden. I'm so fucking stoked for that. Please let that be at the Garden. I want to see Liger wrestle in New York again. Yeah, man. Liger is old, but he still has got it. Liger was fucking old when we saw him, but he still got it. Yeah, but it's been, it's, it's been like almost half a decade now. I'm aware! So, he's much older. And also, he did not fight a junior heavyweight style match. He fought Tyler Breeze in just like a silly match. Which was rad, but still. So good. If he's gonna fight Ishimori, he's gonna really like Go all out. So good. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the match after that, which was before the main event, was uh, 
Me and Trace's favorite, Bad Luck Fale, taking on uh, Kazuchika Okada. Hooray! And Fale now is like the uh, the rogue general. He's not the underboss anymore. He's got a hat. It's 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 a thing. Sure. Trace and I have a thing over on our premium podcast about Fale. That do you follow his Instagram? No, I don't. F- Fale has a thing about chemtrails. He has, he has sure. A, he has a thing about them, and he thinks that they're in the air, and he hates them and shit. So, Trace and I made... I'm not going to spoil it, people have to listen to the premium podcast, but Trace and I, and I may have outlined a plot to uh, introduce him to some chemtrails during uh, WrestleMania weekend. Fuck him. Fuck him, exactly. Oh, and I remembered what the match was. What? It, I was mistaken. It was not my first ever uh, New Japan match, but it was the first time I'd ever seen Kenny Omega because it was the Wrestle Kingdom 9 match. Ooh. Taguchi fought Omega? Taguchi lost to Omega. Wow. He, wow. Taguchi, yeah, Taguchi was the champion, and Omega took the title, from, took the junior heavyweight title from him. Wow, I I don't remember that at all. That's That's crazy. 2015, dog. Huh. All right. So, uh... Okay, so, uh... At, so, uh, Fale had the match with the uh, Okada. Okada, by the way, not the clown anymore. He is... Oh, man. He's full Rainmaker now. And, uh... Guess what? The Bullet Club for the rest of the show had been winning all of their matches. They were gonna fuck him. Like uh, Chase Chase Owens said during earlier in the show that uh, they're gonna have a clean sweep of the night. Fale had a bunch of help on the outside with like Gato and everything, and uh, he still lost. Nailed it. Fale fuck fucked up. F- fuck Fale. Though I will admit that uh, Okada did, br- you know, bring out the best in him, and it was actually a decent match. But okay. it was all Okada. Well, yeah, because it's still bad luck Fale. I, I wish he was. I wish he would try more. He was. He was good before. He doesn't need to try anymore. <sighs> he's the only. He's the only person that has been in every single Bullet Club. It's. Shit. This is this is who he is. He is just Bullet Club. He doesn't need to try anything because as long as Bullet Club exists, there will always be a place for bad luck folly. True. Speaking of the Bullet Club, they did have one more match after that, and that was uh, the Switchblade taking on uh, Hiroshi Tanahashi for the IWGP Heavyweight Title. Great. This match was okay. Except for the part where the Switchblade won the belt. Great. I just, you know, I haven't, I'm like, uh, honestly, I haven't seen a lot of him, but the little bit I've seen of him, I don't get Switchblade. He's not ready. I don't get him. He's not ready to be the face of the company. It's a real bummer. And, but they're pushing this guy to the moon because he is beating Okada, he's beating Tanahashi. 
and he's beaten Omega. Are they? Didn't they have him? Didn't he fucking kick out of the goddamn uh, One Winged Angel too? Yeah, we don't talk about that. That was real stupid. They shouldn't have done that. Like the only person to have ever done that. Yeah, again, we don't talk about that. It's real stupid. That was a mistake. It's no good. I really want to know whose decision that was. Uh, probably Gato. Gato strapped a rocket to him and they're pushing Jay White to the moon. Don't know. He was like, or maybe Gato was like, what if we don't do this? And then Giotto just showed up like, there was, there was a Giotto air horn on this show, I don't think, which is weird. He just blasted the air horn into Gato's ear until Gato gave, <laughs> wrote the pencil and made Jay White the champion. No, I, I think I think that was Gato on his own. He has been very high on him for a while. So ever since he came back from his, uh, you know, the excursion. So whatever. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens with the New Japan Cup uh, coming up and. Uh, what they have planned for the garden. I believe uh, me and Trace will be back with the premium podcast next month where we're going to, uh, I guess it'll be our preview of the garden show if they have a card by then, which really, they should really fucking have a card by March. Yeah, they really should do that. Like that would be nice to know what we, what we're seeing. Yeah. I'd really like to know if, Minoru Suzuki is going to be near me, and if I should run away, I mean, I'm, I'm just going to say that you should run away, I'm, whether I'm gonna, or not he's near you. I'm going to use you as a shield, just so you know. I mean, okay, okay. Just make sure, just make sure you're aware that I will sacrifice you if needed. I'm immortal, so it's fine. What? Don't worry about it. Okay. Still waiting for that podcast, John. Still waiting for you to tell me about the main roster, Owen. Oh, okay. We're going to quickly talk about the main roster because the real meat and potatoes of it are going to come at the end of the show when we have our predictions for the Elimination Chamber. Uh, The first thing we need to talk about is Becky Lynch. No. We're not talking about Charlotte Flair. We're talking about Becky Lynch. I I hate this. Becky went and saw a doctor. And Mr. Man says, now you gotta apologize to uh, me because you fucked up my family. And they spent the entire... Fighting with my family. Nope. You're not doing that. Spent the entire episode contemplating this. End of the show, finally comes out and says, I'm sorry. And Vince is like, fuck you! Vince is like, psych! I'll put Charlotte Flair in the match. This whole thing makes everyone look terrible. Yep. Explain to me why you say this. 
Becky Lynch looks like a fucking idiot because uh-huh. you did all this shit that, again, I was, uh, you know, I'm going to come back to the shit I was saying last week and complaining about how they made her the fucking heel against goddamn Stephanie. Like, none of this would be happening if you just went and saw a fucking doctor. Like, literally, you did the thing they asked you to do, and, like, you know, and you were suspended, the, everything, like, if you just did it, if you just said, yeah, I'll go to a doctor, like, this would be fucking, never would have happened. Hey, John, you literally did this to yourself. To be fair, I also don't like going to doctors. So I, I don't go to doctors either, and again, like... I get the whole idea of, like, well, I don't fucking trust the goddamn authority. Like, fuck the, you know, fuck these people. I know these people fuck everybody over. Hey, fuck like, the WWE doctors. Like, I get that whole thing, but instead they just made her look like a fucking ir- irrational asshole. Uh-huh. And then, like, and for what? She does, and so they have the whole thing be like, okay, yeah, you can get out of this if you apologize to us. And they spend a whole fucking three hours having us, or fucking, like, basically turning into fucking LeBron James's decision. Uh huh. Of the only fucking thing everybody talks about. She does it, and it seems fine, and then they just fucking day six mocking her this shit. Like, so what? Are, so what have we accomplished here? Like we went back to oh yeah no the authority. We're just going back to oh yeah Vince sucks and Vince is a jerk. Like is this, we're just going back to the same fucking story we always tell. The the only comp- story this company is fucking capable of telling, which is Vince McMahon and his fucking stupid demon spawn slash son in law are the most important people in the company. Here's someone that needs to beat them and then doesn't really ever beat them in the end. But what if Becky does? She's not going to overthrow Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon will still always be there. But what if they accomplish absolutely nothing? What if he dies? If he dies, he dies. Thank you. That's what I was waiting for. Well, there you go. Like, yeah, Charlotte, like, okay, she's being the heel and, like, she's leaning into the fact that she's the heel here, but, like, the whole thing of, you know, shoehorn Charlotte's like, yeah, no, like, okay, you're accurately playing the thing because, like, you can't, you have to be the heel because Becky can't, Becky can't be even though she's a fucking idiot because, like, she's so goddamn over and Rhonda can't be even though she sucks and is actually, like, floundering in this role and, like, the crowd doesn't really like her anymore because Vince McMahon isn't going to let, like, the fucking pretty blonde lady who came, what came from, like, another thing because that's the one thing that actually makes Vince McMahon like you and and care about you is if you achieve your popularity somewhere that's not fucking wrestling because he hates wrestling. Mm -hmm. Like, what the fuck are, are we supposed to achieve with any of this? Like, Rhonda can't carry the story. They're just shoehorning Charlotte in here. Like, and you know what? I know that there's, and here's the thing I also want to address. Like, there's the argument going around here that I see a lot of, 
looking at it from the perspective of, look, main eventing WrestleMania is a really big deal and a really important thing. And like, it's a really big accolade in this company. And like, for everything that Charlotte has done with this company, she deserves like she deserves to have that accolade. It's like great. she And here's the thing that I will say about that. Like I don't I know that that is an argument that comes out of people really liking Charlotte and I don't I'm not going to necessarily disagree with that. Like and you know, again, come I come at this from the bias of she always has been and always will be, in my opinion, the worst of the four horsewomen. Sasha, Becky, Bailey, Sharp. Yeah. Right, fucking don't at me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, first of all, I don't give a shit because I don't care about the backstage politics. I don't care about who deserves what. I what I care about is a fucking story and what the story I care about is Becky and Ronda Rousey. I don't give a shit about Charlotte. Yeah, that's what I was going to get at is that you know, it doesn't matter about oh, she deserves it. It's like if she deserved it, she would have, you know, been in a storyline that she would have pushed to become the most important thing in the entire company. Yeah, and you know what? I I get the argument that Charlotte has always been part of that story and has always been central to it, but, like, Charlotte was the bad part of that story. They were trying to make her the face. Like, don't forget that here. Becky was supposed to be the heel in all of this. She's always supposed to have been the heel. And the crowd was just like, fuck you. And Charlotte wasn't supposed to be part of the storyline. The only reason she was is because Becky got her face punched. I mean, the argument I feel like was a lot for a lot of people is still going to be that, like, well, you know, the the event was always supposed to be like everybody always talked about, like it was going to be Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey for the first ever thing. It was always going to be that, which you know, my argument for that would be, yet yeah, people talked about it not as a like, oh, wouldn't this be great? As as more of a, well, this is inevitable because like they're pushing, they're gonna push fucking Ronda to the goddamn stratosphere and Charlotte's the chosen one. Mm-hmm. And to come back to the, you know, the thing about like deserving an accolade, how many more fucking accolades do you need to give Charlotte? Like she beat fucking Natal. She beat a main roster person for the NXT championship. Mm-hmm. Her first time winning it. She was in the first ever uh, women's Hell in a Cell match. She also won the first women's championship. Yeah, I was going to say she was the last ever Divas championship and the champion and the first ever women's champion. The first or was it or was it the second uh, woman to hold uh, both the Raw and SmackDown championships? Uh, Second. First was second. Alexa. Yeah, I couldn't remember if it was Alexa or Charlotte that was first. Still, second is pretty fucking big. Also, uh, she's the currently tied for uh, most title reigns of any woman in the company. Yep. Like, what the fuck else? Like, she's, you know, the the face of the women's division in a lot of ways between, like, you know tap out commercials between fucking uh that's ESPN fucking cover shoot spread that she did mm-hmm. or the Sports Illustrated thing I don't remember who did it it was probably Sports but Illustrated like, 
Like that body issue thing. Oh, that's was like in then. Yeah. Yeah, like where she was a big part of that. Mm-hmm. Like, what the fuck else does she need? Like, what the fuck else does Charlotte? What? How are they not? Have they not fucking celebrated Charlotte enough? Mm-hmm. She doesn't need to be in every single fucking moment ever. And see, John, I feel like this is the story that they're trying to play, though. Is that they're trying to make this, like, targeted at the internet fans who are thinking the way we are. Yeah, and, you know, and as I said last week, if that's what they're doing, if they are really, like, if they are really that fucking good at their job that they are fucking knowing who they're working and working those people into a furor, then, like, hey... Good on you. It sure would have been great if you, like, were actually this fucking good at writing your weekly shows as you are this shit. But you know what? I've seen a lot of their weekly shows lately. I've seen a lot of their booking that they've done in the past, I don't know, five or six years. Huh? And I know how much they really like Charlotte. I'm not getting my hopes up that this is a work. I don't know. Have you been seeing the social media stuff that the three women have been doing? Yes, I have. And it's been Becky doing her thing, Charlotte really leaning into being a heel again, which, you know, cool, that's the it's what she's good at, and Rhonda just sucking as always. Oh, Rhonda is like, this isn't the match that people want. This this isn't the match that's gonna be the main events. This fucking sucks. But, she- but she's also saying it in a way where it's like, you know, she's She's pushing herself against like, I'm not, I'm not the corporate, you know, it's, she's saying it's like, oh, corporate Charlotte, here we go. She's not saying like, oh yeah, you know, this is sucks and like nobody actually wants this to be a triple threat. Like, she's not going to fucking bury the triple threat. It's going to be a triple threat. It was always going to be a triple threat and that's bullshit. No, but what she's saying is she's like, this isn't, this is taken away from the match and making it dead so it won't be the main event of the show. Because the main event, the money match is Ronda versus Becky. And playing Charlotte greatly decreases the stock in this match. I agree completely. Like, I, I don't the see choir here. the triple threat ending the night. I would see Brock Lesnar ending the night. Damn. If it's a triple threat, I wouldn't want to see it finish the show. But if it's one-on-one Becky and Ronda, you're like, yeah, that's going to burn down the house and it needs to end the night. Like, your big WrestleMania main event for the women should be a singles match. We don't need a bunch of bullshit around it. And for God's sakes, like, it's... We're still barely getting fucking... Like, we're still barely getting, like, women's singles matches on WrestleMania. We've literally had, like... Was last year the first one? I don't know. That's a good question. Like, because, yeah, the year before that was the fucking, uh, the, the big stupid scrimmage for the, for the Raw Women's Championship, the, the four, the, the elimination four-way match. And then, was, what even happened with the SmackDown title? I don't even remember. Not, hold on. And then, like... The year before that was the fucking the three way where Charlotte became the first women's champion. Mm-hmm. 
And then the year before that, I completely forgot that this, I had to look this up, and I completely forgot this match happened. Oh, and did you remember Paige and AJ Lee versus the Bella Twins? Yep, I remember that. that I did it at all. Like, you, I read that, and I was like, I, I can't. I can't even picture this match happening. That was one of I can't AJ's even imagine this. last matches. Can't even imagine it. Uh, let's see. And again, we're right back to getting no fucking women's singles matches. Because, yeah. I mean, what the fuck is Asuka even going to do? Yeah, WrestleMania 33 was the four-way elimination match for the Raw women and the... Uh... The six-pack challenge for the SmackDown. Oh, right. It was a six-pack challenge. Yeah, that was the one where Naomi got the belt. Yeah, Na- yep. he got, she got the belt back. Yep. Like, she was the surprise entrance coming back from, from injury. Exactly. Not much of a surprise, but yeah. No, but still happy. Yep. To see it. Speaking of uh, multi-person matches... Uh, if we're to turn our attention to SmackDown, uh, can we talk about the last hour of that show? Put the fucking belt on Kofi, you cowards. That's what I wrote. John, Kofi Kingston is at taking Mustafa Ali's spot. And he beat Danny Bryan. He did. He beat Jeff Hardy. He did. He beat Samojo. He did. He almost beat AJ Styles. But Samoa Joe was very not helpful. True. But he still hung in there. He did? Like, Kofi fucking crushed it for 40 minutes. It was awesome. I I would like... I would be okay if Kofi won the chamber. Like, you have an ch- opportunity at Fastlane to get the belt off of him before Mania... But give him a month rain. Fuck it. Anything to make it to that stupid belt that no, Brian fuck that. has. Send him, no, fuck that. Send him to Mania with the belt. Who, who would he fight? Brian! That would be the fast lane match. Nah. How about... And I suggested this on uh, Discord, and people did not like it. But I'm going to pitch it here anyway. Kobe Kingston and Shinsuke Nakamura. Eh. I don't know why people don't like that. I think that'd be a cool match. Because this Nakamura sucks. Yeah, but you could step it up. Like- too busy being a tag team with the guy who's... They haven't done that in weeks. They, they, they could throw that away. Ignore it. So say both of them haven't been on the shows in weeks. Yeah, that's what happens when you're in a bad story like that. It's also what happens when you're Rusev and Lana and WWE hates you. No, it's not them. It's E-Network that hates them. Who edits that show and makes the decisions on who the crowd hates? Yeah, but it's E-Executives that said it. So, I'm just saying. Who makes the show? I, I don't know who does. WWE! I don't think so. I think that, I think an E-Like company like produces the show. I don't, because th- notice the way it's not shot like any WWE productions. It's very different. I don't think WWE shoots it and edits it. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't think so. I think it's E. 
Because this shot just like that Kardashian bullshit. I'm just saying that, like, the people... It's bullshit to be like, oh, man, the crowd... The, the audience doesn't like you. And it's like, you tell the audience who to like. It's as if there's supposed to be heroes and villains in these shows. Weird, right? That means that she's play, she's painted as a villain. Good. That's you need that. Whatever. We don't we don't need don't to know go why into though. She, like the little bit of them I've seen on Total Divas is like Rusev is fucking charming and great and lovable and awesome. And then yeah, she's like she's just you know, John. They're not targeting at us that like those things. They're targeting at the bad people that watch the Kardashians. We don't know what they like. It's not for us. Well, I know one thing they don't like. What? WWE programming! Nope. I don't know why you delayed that when, like, the, the, we all know that the female viewership is, like, dropped ex- exponentially lately. Has it? I, I haven't heard that. Yeah, like a ridiculous amount that is completely out of bounds with not only uh, how much, you know, viewership is dropping on cable, but also how much viewership is dropping across WWE in general, because that's already more than it's dropping over cable. That's bad. I thought I thought they were changing it up, John. (laughs) Yeah. New year, new me. New year, new WWE! Hey, Owen, we're the authority now. Except, no, Vince is the authority again. We're just doing nothing ever yeah, changes. Yeah, remember when Paige was the GM of SmackDown and it was good? Here she is a movie film. Movie here? Owen. Yeah? Put the belt on Kofi. I don't care. Yes, put the belt on Kofi. Get rid of that stupid wood belt. No. Keep the wood belt. No. Kofi could rock the wood belt. No, make it a special pancake belt. Make it out of pancakes! Definitely don't do that. Make it out of pancakes! Owen. What? I hate this show. You know who I hate? I know who you hate, and I'm telling you why I hate this show. Because they put the fucking tag team titles on the Revival, and I don't give a single shit. Of course not, because, hey, John, you know what? The Revolve type belts don't fucking matter because they were on Rude and Gable. And also a 10-year-old child. Yeah, and you know who else? The B team. And you know who else at one point? Who's that? The Good Brothers. Man, I forgot about that. And you know who else at one point? Who's that? The New Age Outlaws. I didn't forget about that one. (laughs) That was bad. That one was a very bad decision. Hell yeah, it was. It's all bad, John. Fuck these belts. Well, hey, at least the SmackDown tag titles are doing well. Hey, right. hey, they're doing pretty good. I I really enjoyed the 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 McMiz TV segment with the Usos. Mm. I find 
Shane and the Miz to be charming together, and it's just gonna destroy me when when the Miz turns on him or the other way around. It's gonna just devastate me. I know it's coming. I just don't want to. I I love the Miz whispering to Shane all the things that they have. It was a better know your bro, except he was cheating and giving all the answers. They're charming. I enjoy them. John. I don't know. It still feels like they're, it still feels like they're burying their tag team division to put over a McMahon. John, they, but then again, we'll talk about it a little bit, but this company seems to just love burying its entire tag team divisions. Yeah, but John, they 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 kind of did a better know your bro. They referenced your favorite segment. I watched it again this week. Of course you did. I you sent me a picture of it. Sure did. But yeah, they did a reference to it, so it's good. You should love the the Miz and Shane McMahon. No, because referencing it is not the same as. One of them is as the Miz yelling, "He is Shane McMahon," and then Shane pulling a picture of of the Miz. <laughs> they're they're getting there. They're, they're getting there. Do that thing you do with hands. <laughs> Shit, you're gonna need to send that to me later. Sure am. But John, what one more thing from the main roster? Because you were talking about the tag team divisions. The Iconics are the smartest women in the tag team division, don't at me. Okay. You know why? No, and I'm not going to ask because you said don't at you. I mean, don't don't argue with me, but would you like to know my reasoning? No, I'm okay. Come on. Just, Just play with me, John. Fine. Because they had two, uh, triple threat tag matches on Raw and SmackDown where uh, the team that got pinned has to enter the chamber first. The team that wins the match doesn't get anything. They just don't get to go in the chamber first. So, what do you think the best strategy is, John, in this type of match? Leave. Essentially, just don't tag into the match at all. Which is what the Iconics did. They didn't tag in at all and Therefore, they had 0% chance of starting the chamber. Alright. Whereas on Raw, they kept tag- all of them were tagging. And I was like, why? Just Numbers don't-, don't lie. Just don't tag in. You're safe. Oh, and you know why. Why? Momentum. Yeah, but guess what? The Iconics got momentum because after Naomi and Mandy won, they attacked them because they were fresh. They're like, yo, the, the, winning this match doesn't matter. We'll just kick your ass and weaken you before the match. So, ha. Huh. It was genius. They're not going to win, but I wish they would. I love the Iconics. That's it for the main roster. Would you like to talk? That's it for heel turn. Uh, no, John, it's Wednesday. God damn it. It's the Wednesday night report. No, it's it's Tuesday. You know what that means. No, I don't. I don't neither. I'm still calling it the Wednesday Night Report because 205 should be on Wednesday, damn it. What? No. It used to be. 
Yeah, and it was bad. It's still bad. Except for Drew Gulak. He, the, the match, yeah, the, the Grand Metal League Jack Gallagher match was okay, I guess. But? But Drew Gulak was on commentary and really funny. <laughs> Drew Gulak's amazing. He could do it all. Jack Gallagher won that match, and Drew Gulak just kept screaming yes. It was really funny. And he hugged him, and it was wonderful. Yeah, Drew Gulak's cool. That's about all. Yeah, you damn right he is. Speaking of things that were cool, uh, oh yeah, also, uh, the audience didn't give a shit about this match. Because 205 Live. Yeah, of course. The audience did give a shit about the main event, though. Really? Yeah, it was the blood feud grudge match between Noam Dar and Tony Nese. What? A no disqualification match. What? Yeah. Blood They've been feud? having a thing for a while. Okay. Yeah, no, like, uh, Tony Nese attacked Noam Dar in the parking lot or something a few weeks ago because Maverick wouldn't give him a match with him. Uh-huh. And so Tony Nese got suspended, and Noam Dar was like, No, I'll suspend the fucker. I'll fight him. Fuck that guy. I'll fight him. I've been missing stuff on 205 Live, apparently. Yeah, apparently. How was the match? It was fucking crazy. They just beat the shit out of each other with, like, and doing all sorts of dumb shit. Yeah, like, the crowd was, like, way fucking into it. And, it, yeah, it, we we solved it, Owen. It turns out for the crowd to like the cruiserweights, the cruiserweights have to literally fucking kill themselves. Human sacrifice. I mean, look, they did the fucking announce table spot. They busted up the goddamn announce table. They did the fucking, I'ma put you through the fucking timekeepers area and destroy the barricades around the owned it spot. Okay. They just like fucking killed each other. I mean, they don't need to do anything else with the sets. They may as well destroy it. No, it's true. It's it's not like, you know, I'm not saying it like, oh man, I have to really care about the sets, but yo man, it's not like these things that are look, there's only so much you can fake, okay? I know, I totally believe they're beating the Shevchuk, but I'm just saying that's crazy. Yeah, it just it bums me out that like, yeah, the crowd was super into it. It was like fucking exciting. It's cool. It's like Man, really, this is what it takes for the fucking cruiserweights to get over is they literally need to fucking... Yes. We need to... Blood for the blood god? Yes. The crowd demands blood, man. They're bloodthirsty. Tony Nese won. Oh. That's surprising. And he put Noam Dark to that fucking timekeeper area. Oh, Jesus. And literally rolled him, just rolled him back in the ring and pinned him. I mean, you're not going to survive that, so that checks out. Yeah. Yeah, it was fucked. That's pretty cool. Then the main event was a backstage uh, contract signing. What? Backstage? Yep. Uh-huh. No. Yep. No. Bunny Murphy and Akira Tozawa signed the contract backstage with Drake Maverick. Oh, that's, it was like that's they, terrible. It was like it was maybe uh, filmed earlier. That sounds terrible. Yeah, um, so I have here in the notes of the question, what if Buddy Murphy is actually bad? He is bad. What do you mean, where's the what if? He is bad. 
Well, I'd like you to explain that, Owen. I mean, as a character, he's bad. As a wrestler, he's fine. Well, what is it about his character? He doesn't have one. He's like, I'm Australian, like dubstep. Well, I mean, his whole thing is that he's the unbeatable. Since when? This has been his whole dumb the 205, I'm the Cruiserweight Champion thing. Okay, I've, I've been watching. I have no idea. Yeah. I, look, Buddy Murphy's a very good wrestler. Buddy Murphy can talk. Mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy did not say much, and it made me... Looking at this is just like... Now, I feel like... It's either, man, someone is, like, really just writing just the most generic shit for you, and, like, you don't have enough of a character or ability to, like, fucking go and act that, like, you can't fucking fill it up in the blanks and do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Um, it's either that or uh, Buddy Murphy... I'm now rem- being reminded of, oh, right, that's why you had Alexa Bliss. Hmm. That's why they added her to that stable, so she could do the talking. Yeah. Because Buddy Murphy's just kind of boring. Yep. I don't know. Sure is. Like, he's real cool, I like him a lot, but, like, yeah, I don't know, he just, he's not doing anything for me on the mic. That's what I was saying, he isn't really a character. Yeah. Does I wrestle good, that's about it. Yep, Tozawa's whole thing, but, and, no, Tozawa pretty much said to him, like, like, yeah, you know who else thought they were unbeatable? The king. I beat his ass. Fuck. See, on Sunday. It was like... Damn, okay, Tozawa. Did he really reference the king? Yeah. Shit. He straight up he straight up said the king thought he was unbeatable too. Fuck. He refer he did not say the N-word. Okay, not hold on a minute. Wow, I gotta Jeez, I'm sorry I'm sorry, folks. I didn't consider what I was saying there. God. Damn. Jesus. I meant, I meant Neville. I meant Neville. No, now you say the N word. Fuck. John, don't say the N word. <laughs> if this wasn't the episode where I call, where the title of the episode is the Elimination Chamber predictions, the title would be John, don't say the N word. You should make it that anyway. Um, no, I'm not. You really should. No, because iTunes would be very unhappy. <laughs> like, wait a minute, we need to. Look- iTunes is always unhappy. I know they like. We need to look closer into this. <laughs> iTunes lets a podcast that's called Come Town on their servers. We'll see how long that lasts. <laughs> Do they have a highly successful Patreon. Well, we don't, so we can't get away with it. <laughs> Damn. He'll turn. John. That's it for 205 Live. Tell me about NXT. Alright, let's let's play it's NXT, do you care? Alright. Dominic Dijakovic, do you care? Uh, what's his name? Dominic Dijakovic. No. What about Dijak? I like Dijak. He, he still does that Dijak shit, he's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, Dijak's what, cool. What's his, what's his gimmick now? What's that bullshit? I don't really... He yelled something. 
He yelled something that was kind of like, feed me more, I think. I don't know. It's uh, feast your eyes. Feast your eyes. Yeah, exactly. Feed me more. It's fucking stupid. I hate it. Like I said, feed me more. I hate it. Move on. He fought Shane Thorne and he beat Shane Thorne. I said move on. Dominic Djakovic seems very talented. I I wish he had a better thing. Yes. And a better name. Agreed. So, Berta Carrillo and Stacey Irwin Jr. Who? They're they're hanging out in the ring. They're like, yeah, we're cool. We're going to have a match or something. And out comes Cassius Ono. What? Yep. You're at the side of the border and now I'm very mad. Well, I'm not reading it out of order. I just didn't write it in order. I, I still hate Cassius I don't care. And uh, he comes out and he says, like, hey, I just want to, you know, come out here and, and say something before you guys do anything. Like, you know, I, th- this crowd, y'all, you, you guys, I just always wanted to tell you how much I fucking hate you. Did he really do it that way? Basically, yeah. Oh, God. He rambled uh, forever, and then he just yelled and got angry. And then, yeah, he buried the crowd and became the the ultimate heel. Yeah, okay. Because because he told the, the new... Because he told the Full Sail crowd... Because he pulled a Kevin Owens and told the Full Sail crowd that they're a bunch of stupid fucking smarks that think they know everything and need to shut the fuck up and stop with their stupid chants. He's not wrong, though. And that he's not, that. but he's the ultimate heel because of it. Uh-huh. And then he said, Fuck all of you. I'm leaving this company and I'm going to go somewhere else where I can be the fucking best because you all can blow me. Did the crowd chant AEW? No. Did the crowd chant ROH? No. Did the crowd chant the the Na 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 song? No. They mostly were just like, shut up, just leave, fine, go away. And then Keith Lee came out and rolling elbowed him to death. Good. Keith Lee's rad. And made a bunch of jokes about how fuck Cassius Ono because he kicked him in the dick that one time. Good. And the Street Profits came out. What? And they made fun of Cassius Ono. What? Well, they had that tag team match against Humberto Carrillo and Stacey Irwin Jr., who were still in the ring. What? Yeah, I kind of forgot about them with that whole Keith Lee thing. What is happening, John? This show doesn't make sense. This show is basically ECW if it had a more of a head injury than ECW had. Oh, God. Think about it. I hate it. So they had a match, and the Street Profits are heels now? What? Their whole thing was that they were being really aggressive. I was like, oh, it's the new aggressive Street Profits. They're being really aggressive. And, like... Basically, uh, from what I saw, uh, Montez Ford grabbed a dude's tights to to pull him back into a a thing. Uh, They did the thing where it's like throwing him in the corner and just like angrily stomping him. Uh, And they made a bunch of angry faces and did a bunch of things. And they cut a very angry promo after uh, they won the match. That's not what I want from them. It was very strange, and I was like, wait, what? Yes, when I think Montez Ford, I I think heel. 
it wasn't, it wasn't bad. Like, he, he does, like, I, I suggest you watch this promo, because honestly, like, he did the, the angry yelling dude stuff, like, pretty fucking well. Yeah, but like, that's I was, what I want from him. I, I, I agree completely. I agree completely that I don't understand what they're doing with Street Profits with this, but, like, it wasn't bad, I'd say. Still. And then it was a shit show. Why? Because they were like, because Montez was all yelling about how he he, he, he can go to war. They want to, Street Profits want to go to war. Fuck the War Raiders. Okay. And then out comes our favorite tag team, the Evolved Champion and his best friend Smalter. What? Fabian Eichner and, and Marcel Berthel. Bartel. Bartel, I don't care. Well, why did they come out? As I, as I said, Smalter. Why, why did they come out? Because they're like, fuck you. We want to be the tag team champions and beat War Raiders. Fuck you. Go back to NXT UK. And then, speaking of, out came uh, the Bald Bulls. What? Oni Lorcan and Danny Burke. Again, these nicknames make no sense to me. I've been calling them the Bald Bulls for like two years now. They're player one and player two. They are the Bald Bulls. Okay. They are bald and they punch people a lot like they are from the video game Punch-Out. Okay. Like Bald Bull. <laughs> you fuck. Okay, okay. Stop yelling at me. No. Then they were like, no, we want to be the tag team champion. They started fighting everybody. And then the War Raiders came out. And we we're they were like, we'll take any of you assholes on. We don't give a fuck. And then they got jumped by the Undisputed Era. Good. And then the Undisputed Era threw them into the ring. And then all the other tag teams started beating the shit out of the War Raiders. Yeah. And then the War Raiders beat everyone. Oh. Oh. So, yeah, uh, like we were saying about how uh, the Raw Tag Team Division is worthless and the SmackDown Tag Team Division is worthless because they're all because they're throwing everything at the altar of Shane McMahon. Hey, check it out. Uh, Welcome to NXT, where we're back to uh, the Ascension, except now it's not ironic. Hey, John, what if the Ascension, but we're not supposed to ironically like them? Hey, John. What? Speaking of the Undisputed Era, did you see the thing that NXT tweeted out the other day? No. They uh, asked out who who has the best air guitar. And they had uh, Eric Bugenhagen, you know, the guy that was doing the cool air drum no and air. guitar. And no Kyle O'Reilly. And asked me, what's wrong with that? Who has the best well, air guitar? Kyle O'Reilly, clearly. No. He doesn't, he doesn't... Oh, you're right. No, of course he doesn't do it. He plays the belt like a guitar. And Colorado responded to this tweet. He says, I don't play air. Of course, air. you're right. I, I only play gold. When Nesbian Arrow that... gets the gold back, perhaps I'll serenade you all once again while my title <sighs> gently weeps. But perhaps so... not, given his blatant disrespect. And for the record, so I tear the house down every night, air, title, instrument, or not. He's so good. Fuck. It... You know what, like, I was thinking about this, and they had a backstage promo, by the way, where they pretty much said that what's what's going on with them is that Fish and O'Reilly are going to be the tag team again, and uh, they're probably going to... 
they're probably going to pit the Rod Strong against the North American title. Makes sense. But hear me out here. What if instead you gave Kyle O'Reilly the singles push? Because he deserves it. Because he's actually the best member of the Undisputed Era. Hey, John. How about instead he gets both pushes? Oh, you mean the Teddy Hart push? Uh, now, I, now I don't like it. Anyway, Aaliyah beat a Brazilian lady because friendship. What? Did I stutter? What? Because friendship? So, there's that... Who's that, that Brazilian lady that's on NXT again? I didn't write her name Is down. Is it Tainara Conti? That's the one. I like Tainara She had a match Conti. against her. And she won because of interference from her good friend, Vanessa Bourne. Okay. They're a thing now, I guess? They, they've been, I guess... Well, never mind that shit, because here comes Shayna and her dumb friends to beat the shit out of everyone. Oh. Is the one still wearing a dumb mask? Yeah. Okay. So yeah, they literally just beat the shit out of everyone. Fuck Tanea, fuck Vanessa, fuck Aaliyah, fuck all of these people. Not and wrong. And Shayna's just like... Like, fuck, fuck this. I'm the goddamn champion. Fuck all of you. Not wrong. No, it was great. <laughs> I literally, literally just be like, I run this division. Fuck all of you. Yep. And again, not wrong. Hmm? They also, uh, before this, uh, they showed a backstage thing where they were interviewing uh, Io Shirai and Kyrie Sane about their, you know, the match from uh, the, the pre-show uh -huh. of TakeOver. And they they made it sound like Eo's getting a title shot because of what happened. Good. She's good. Yeah, she is good, and that's cool. Uh, someone did not care for this. Who? That's Bianca. Well, she lost. But she was like, yeah, but I almost won. And but you didn't. I, I was going to win this... I was going to win this tag team match before you took the the victory. So, fuck you. Don't, you know, I don't got, she literally's like, I don't have beef with you, but no, you're not taking my fucking spotlight. Dude. And once again, referred to herself as undefeated, which, what? No, no, you're not, you're anymore, not. though. So, I guess she's a heel again? Yeah, I guess so, because she's making shit up. Yeah, it was weird. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't... I don't know what they're doing. Me either. But I do know one thing they're doing. What? It's having a really good match between Ricochet and Adam Cole. Oh, excuse me? Say that again? No. Yes. No, I'm not doing it. Fine, say it, you just say it again, I'll fill in the blank. Ricochet versus Adam Cole. Baby! God damn you. Uh-huh. I'm not gonna talk about this match, because this match is really fucking good, just watch this match. Alright, that's your recommendation from this episode. Absolutely. This is my recomm yeah, this is a recommendation from the week. Oh, uh, what's- how long well, is the match? Well, I don't know. You know what, there's a- there's a really good match on MLW, too. There's a really good match on the 
on SmackDown that lasted an hour. Well, yeah, okay. That, that's probably... I still need to watch that one, but that would probably be the Yeah, you fucking need to watch like, that. Shit was awesome. Yeah, I, everything I've heard about the shit Kofi did in that match is like, damn, okay. Yeah, put the belt on Kofi. Put the belt on fucking Kofi. You should have put the belt on Kofi a long-ass time ago. You should put the, belt the, put the belt on Kofi when he destroyed that fucking car of Randy Orton's. Yep. But my boys... A. Cole... And and Richard O'Shea. What? Hold on, no. What? That's not his name. What are you talking about? His name is Prince Puma. No, Richard O'Shea. Prince Richard O'Shea. No, stop saying of that. The Puma Clan. I'm done. I'm I'm done with this, John. Who won? Ricochet. Okay, good. And then the undisputed Arab <laughs> showed up and beat the shit out of him. <laughs> That seems to be a running theme with it in this show. And then Alistair Black showed up. Why? Because he was like, the fuck you guys. And guess what? What? The Undisputed Era <laughs> beat the shit out of him. Okay. And that was the end of NXT. <laughs> Great. The theme of NXT just beat the shit out of everybody. Hey, I'm into it. Sure. Shock the system. Shock the system. Put all the belts. Give them all the belts. I want that. They almost they had them for a while, or how about well they had three of them. Well, that's close enough. Or uh, how about this? I'll do you one better. Put all the belts on Kyle O'Reilly specifically. Yeah, agreed. Have him be my cool MMA tiger fight man. Have him play all the belts at the same time. I mean, he did. It was pretty cool at take over New Orleans where he was playing the belt while wearing the other belt as you do because he had both belts and Adam Cole had the North American title yes. that was strange yeah. but great yeah, but also he was but also he didn't really play the belt for that much because he was upset at Adam Cole being hurt I was upset too I was upset also he took a nap yeah, he, he deserved it you deserve it <laughs> They did yell that at the, the Street Profits when they were like, no, we should have the belts. They, they don't deserve it. And I was like, well, you do have the belts. Involve. Dang. There's no count. Just like, I mean, it's the other it's the other developmental league. I mean, that's why you don't see Walter with the progress title. Is he still progress champion? Yeah, dude. Okay. Who's in the bus going to be Walter? I mean, who? He's been beaten. I have seen Walter be beaten. I don't believe you. Not true. And the matches on the internet where I've seen him be beaten. Doctored footage. That that was Smalter you saw. I wish it was Smalter that I saw. <laughs> hey, John. Yes, yeah, so you want to get into our last segment? Yes. Tell me about sm what Smalter's up to. No, that's not... No, we're, we're talking about the Elimination Chamber. What will Smalter be doing during the Elimination Chamber? Watching it on TV. From where? Will he be in Orlando or will he be in the UK? He'll be in the UK. Damn. Why? Not even allowed in the, not, not even allowed in the country to be Smalter. Nope. He's got, he's got to do the tours. He's, he's trying to do a show with progress, I don't know. 
will never not laugh at calling him Smalter. So stupid, you're an idiot. Hey, John. It's not my fault he does the same thing holding his hands behind his back and wearing that jacket! You're not wrong, but still, fuck. Hey, John. What? We're gonna run down the card of Elimination Chamber. Let's give our predictions. Alright. The, the fuck is this? this? This isn't on the... Hold on, this can't be real. Okay. What is it? No disqualification match. Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Why? I, f- I don't fucking know. Why? Braun Strowman's gonna win. Yes. No, but why? I don't know. Someone asked me what Finn was gonna do at WrestleMania, and I jokingly said he was gonna fight Baron Corbin, and now I don't think it's a joke. They'll just put Baron Corbin with anyone. No, I'm. I feel confident that I that he's probably going to be fighting Lashley. No, no, because here's our next match: a handicap match for the Intercontinental Title: Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Yeah, get hyped to see this match over and over again until WrestleMania, Owen, because it's WWE. Here's a question, John. Yes, if Leo Rush gets the pin, is he the champion? Oh. Oh, I didn't consider that. It's not a triple threat, though. Is it a handicap match for the title? Yes. Hmm. Okay, here's what I think is going to happen. Finn Balor is going to win. He's going to pin Leo Rush. They're gonna. He's not going to get the title on some fucking weird technicality because of it. I'm gonna, because he didn't pin the champion. I'm going to say Finn's going to pin Leo Rush. But he is going to get the title. Huh. Okay. Raw Women's Championship. Ronda Rousey versus Ruby Riot. There was no bill for this. Gee, I wonder who's going to win this one. There's no bill for this. Are you excited for the match in which apparently Charlotte is going to sit in the front row? Am I excited for Charlotte versus Ruby Riot at WrestleMania? Yeah. That's no, not. no. Ronda's gonna win. Fuck you, doing? Stupid. You see, I actually thought when you said Charlotte versus Ruby Riot, I was thinking, "Come on, man! They're not gonna take. They're not gonna take <laughs> her out of that that Ronda Rousey match and and put her with Ruby Riot. That's just crazy." <laughs> Damn. Hey, John, looking at this card, I have a question for you. Yeah? Where's Asuka? Hey, Owen. What? Looking at SmackDown results for the past several weeks, I have a question for you. What's up? Where's Asuka? She's busy not being in the women's elimination chamber. That's where literally all the other women are. Or being on the show. Eh, just video package here and there. Hey, John. This one's up your alley. Cruiserweight Championship, Buddy Murphy, Nakira Tozawa. Will it be on the pre-show? Yes. I agree. Will Buddy Murphy retain? Yes. I also agree. Here we go. SmackDown Tag Team Championship. Miz and Shane McMahon versus the Usos. Miz and Shane McMahon got kicked in the face this week. Yeah? 
I don't think the Usos are going to take the title off. I think Shane's going to do another crazy fucking move and win. Probably. When do you think the turn happens? Fast lane. Yeah. I'm really sad yeah. about it. What yeah, if it doesn't? A- what if it happens at WrestleMania? They lose the belts would- there and then the turn <clears throat> happens. That would be fucked. It would be fucked. I could see... I could see him doing that, but also I feel like they they were gonna they're gonna try and hot shot it and quick build a a feud between them. Yeah, probably. Kind of like uh, Owens Jericho. Yeah. Except better. Hey, that the build for that was fucking awesome. It was just the WrestleMania match wasn't great. Exactly. Hey, John. Can I just say? What's up? By the way, you know, just quick here. Man, Chris Jericho really hasn't had a lot of really good WrestleMania matches, huh? What are you talking about? That match with Triple H was so... F- the Or the match with AJ. You know what? Speaking of people that have not had good WrestleMania matches... No, hey John, you know what Chris Jericho's best WrestleMania matches and don't at me? You better say the one I think Bad you're going to God damn right. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. Hey, John. That weird, that weird fucked up roll up that thought I go Fuck yeah. That's so good. Yeah. You, you came over and nearly tackled me in the aisle. Deserved. Hey, John. Yes. Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. Daniel Bryan, AJ Styles, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Samojo, Kofi Kingston. Put the belt on Kofi Kingston, you cowards! Also, Randy Orton's entering last. I forgot to mention that part where AJ Styles beat Kofi and then Orton RKO'd him and pinned him instantly. It's perfect. And the show literally just went off the air immediately after that. Perfect. So good. Um, Yeah, I'm going to say Kofi. Fuck it. Kofi. Owen. It's going to be Kofi. It's going to be Kofi. Let's do it. It's going to be Kofi. Let's do, do it. it. You fucking cowards. Important question. Have you seen the galaxy brain meme that's going around? No. What is the, the lowest one is Kofi wins the belt. Above that is Kofi wins the... Is Kofi's injured because of the the thing of the, the gauntlet match. So Big E replaces him. Uh-huh. Biggie wins the next one. Biggie wins the belt, or they're both in the in the elimination chamber, and Biggie wins the belt. Uh huh. An ultimate galaxy brain. Kofi versus Biggie at WrestleMania. No, I hate that. I want it though. I have an important question though. If Kofi Kingston wins the championship, is it Freebird rules? I'm going to say yes. So Xavier Woods is WWE champion. I'm going to say yes. I like it. They've already declared it. I like it. They already said it once before, so I think it's canon. Do they each get a belt? No, but they will get their own spinner belts. I'm in. Let's do it. All right, John. Tag Team Elimination Chamber for the inaugural 
WWE Women's Tag Team Championship. Nia Jax and Tamina. Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. The Iconics. Bailey and Sasha Banks. Naomi and Carmella. You know, it would be fucking insane for them to be doing this whole goddamn storyline with Bailey and Sasha and not have Bailey and Sasha win the titles, right? But what if you saved that for WrestleMania? Owen. What? You're not going to believe what I'm going to say here. Uh, are, are you going to say the Iconics? I'm going to say the Iconics. Yeah! Yes! I think, I think the Iconics are going to be the first ever women's tag team. Oh, champions. that'd be so good! Fuck it, I'm going to say the Iconics as well. Let's go. I am into this. Man, I'd be so exciting. The best part would be if they didn't eliminate anyone else except for the last team. That'd be pretty good. <laughs> I love it. Let's make it happen. And uh, that's it for Heel Turn. A production of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. Check out the website for all the fun stuff that we do in the world of professional wrestling. And also, if you want to help support us in our adventures, uh, head on over to Patreon.Cool. Now I'll take you to our Patreon where you can uh, help fund us monthly to do this thing. And as low as a dollar a month, which is 25 cents an episode, you get the show notes that we write. Which is pretty cool. Yay! So, uh, anything you guys can do to help us is greatly appreciated. And if you if you can't, it's fine. I hope you still enjoy the show. And tell your friends, uh, you know, go on iTunes and like and comment and review and five stars and whatever you do on there. It all helps us with the show, so we appreciate it. Uh, John, how about uh, telling people about social media? Find us on places on the internet. Like Facebook? <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. Or just, it's not, you're not going to Facebook on a browser. What the fuck am I saying? Just, just look up ProWrestling.Cool. We're also on Twitter at The Heel Turn. And at PWDOTC. And we stream this sucker live every Wednesday between 9 and 9.30 p.m. Eastern over at twitch.tv slash online. It's true. If you're tu- if it's Wednesday night, you're hearing us right now, you're on there. So s- subscribe. Or follow, or whatever it is. Uh, and also, John. Uh, Zonecast.com. That's a website. This podcast, our sister podcasts, uh... I'd rather not, and the Takes Bakery are there. Takes Bakery episode tomorrow, or uh, yeah, I guess tomorrow, because this, this comes out Thursday. It's a doozy. That's unfortunate. Yeah, it's it's called the, the Valentine's Day episode with a question mark, because yeah, I don't know what happened there. It's a, it's a, you should look at your it's a mess. You should look at your phone before we go, because it's important. Uh, okay, let's see, what, let's see what John said. But while you're doing that, you can find me on Twitter at I am John GM. And also on Twitch at twitch.tv slash video underscore shames. No, John, why'd you send me this? 
It's so sad. It's so sad. <laughs> like if you cry every time. I always cried the festival of friendship. It's sad. Why is my name on the list? <laughs> find my find me on Twitter at the underscore ozone and on TikTok at Owen Douglas with two S's. That's it. We're done. I uh, hope everyone enjoys Elimination Chamber on Sunday. We'll be back next week with our thoughts on all of that. So, until then! I'm becoming Judas in my mind. No. No. Sorry, I'm too busy crying. No. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.